This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you don't say that. I just didn't like how she came at me. Hey, man, I should know better. Hot Cheetos and chocolate. I love Miracle Whip. Uh, You don't like whipped cream? What in the Gemini is happening with you? Wow. Did you marry JD? No, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> no, He's far from it. Nobody likes you. <laughs> yeah, JD. Nobody likes you. It's enough out of you. The Aftermath. All right, y'all. It's the morning mess. It's time for another episode of the Aftermath podcast. Uh, how long would you wait? Mm, how long would you wait? <laughs> Good tea. <laughs> Good tea. That's your guy, Joey Boy. What up, it's JD. And it's Sienna. And we got special guests. Our first guest for the Aftermath podcast, a good friend of mine, Michael Yo. Michael Yo. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Michael Yo, you have not saw the number one Netflix movie. And I'm obviously, it's because Valentine's Day this week. The Vow. You've never seen it. I've never seen The Vow. Um, so it stars Channing Tatum and who's, it, who's Rachel it? McAdams. Ray, oh, Rachel I McAdams. Love her. I love You've her. interviewed all these people. All the, I love Rachel McAdams. You yeah. have uh, smell a vision, meaning every yes. art, every artist or actor, or actress. Yes. What does uh, Channing Tatum smell like? Uh, sweat. Sweat. Yeah. He's always yeah. magic mic out. Ma- magic mic out. Just okay. sweat and grease. And Miss Ra- <laughs> Rachel, how would she smell like? Oh, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Just tasty, yummy, you know, yeah. delicious. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So I watched the movie this week and I was like, damn, this is a throwback. It's a pretty damn good movie. Synopsis of this movie, and then we'll go back to the question how long would you wait? See, in a breakdown of the movie, the synopsis of this movie for Michael Yo. So the synopsis of this is Rachel McAdams and Channing Tatum. They play the couple. This is actually based on a true story. So Rachel McAdams' character, they both get in a car accident and she goes through the windshield, has a horrible brain injury where she wakes up with amnesia, doesn't remember her husband. And she only remembers life before the accident, right? Before the accident. So her college, high school days is what she remembers. But she doesn't remember the life that she was currently living. And this man, her husband, is trying to make her fall in love with him all over again. But she's still in love with her college boyfriend. She's still, you know, with her parents. It's a good movie, man. Yeah. So she's still living in the life that she created before meeting her husband. So she's stuck in the past when she woke up. So during the movie, you're just like, damn. Well, I was asking myself, my wonder was, how long do you wait to try to convince the love of your life that I'm your husband? Like at some point, you probably have to tap out. Like, look, like what the fuck? Well, <laughs> like, but 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 is, is it up to you or is it up to her? Because she doesn't have to see you if she doesn't want. Right? Uh, that's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. She, I she, mean, it's, yeah. it's really up to her. Okay. 
So, right? so but, but but I get what you, I, I get the question. I get what you right. What does a guy just give up and be like, well, you don't remember me, so I'm out. Right. I, and they had a great relationship in the movie. Oh, they oh, had yes. a, an awesome. Were, and oh. by the way, there's a true story. Sienna's gonna let you know in real life what happened to them after okay. the after well the amnesia a lot of times goes away so i'm i would like if it was my wife yeah I love my, she's how long every, you been married eight years eight years on eight valentine's years. day on valentine's day oh, wow. on valentine's Round day yes. super original i married in hawaii on wow. valentine's day wow. are you married jd no absolutely yeah. not <laughs> He's far from nobody it. likes you <laughs> yeah jd nobody likes you nobody you i want them to love me i don't need them to like me i need them to love me my nobody people. loves you either, jd not the That's first time i've heard that nobody loves you just remember that no uh, one jd i wish you hope and happiness <laughs> Hey, before you ask, hey, hey, Michael, you has an interesting how you propose to your wife. There was a guest there that was unprompted. You didn't set this up. Yes, I, I, I forgot you. Yes, what I forgot which was it? It was Kendall. Not Kylie's the shorter one, right? Yes, Kendall, <laughs> the good-looking one was that line. <laughs> The whole natty, the whole natty no, one. No, the uh, Kendall Jenner was watching my whole proposal. So it was crazy because we were, I just proposed, we're walking and the sun is in our eyes. And I hear this lady going, Michael, Mike, and running. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just got engaged. What did I do? Like, <laughs> Side piece running like, 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 you. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, what happened? And then she goes, I see her, it's Kendall. It's like a movie. She just <laughs> breaks through the sun and she goes, Michael, gives me a hug. My wife, my, my fiance a hug. And she was there. She goes, oh, my God, I watched the whole thing. Didn't even know it was you till you turned around. And I go, oh, because I was part of the Kardashians and all that yeah. stuff. So it's pretty crazy. And the pictures, so we purposely didn't release because they had a bunch of pictures of uh, Kendall hugging us. But I didn't, this is how good of a man I am. I didn't release any of those. I didn't let people release them because I wanted to keep the emphasis on my wife and my mm-hmm. fiance. Because it would have just been about Kendall. Right. Thing. Yeah. Because they were, like, on top of the world at that time. So Right. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it's the best. So after you get engaged, you got in a car accident. Your wife doesn't remember you. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> Way to bring it down. Way to yeah. bring it down. How long fun. did you wait? Well, do do we have kids yet or just got engaged? Just got engaged. Well, I'm going in, back to the movie. In they the movie, they didn't, they didn't have kids. They didn't have kids. Okay, Sophia, I would have known her two years, but I know she's the one. I would have waited like a good year. A year. Because I feel I would have felt like, I'm, this is an ego thing. I, she going to remember me. <laughs> you know, it may take a little bit, but you going to remember me. You, know? Sienna, you said a year. I said a year to a year and a half. Because in the movie, like I said, she was still in love with her college boyfriend. So in my case with my husband, if I'm trying to convince him to fall in love with me, but he's still in love with his college girlfriend and he just keeps neglecting me and not giving me any credit for my efforts to try to make him fall back in love with me and remind him of the life we had together. Screw you. Yeah, but but let me tell you, is a caveat. If she hooks up with the ex, oh no, I'm out. Um, no. no, if she hooks up with the ex, I'm gone. What if she was kissing him? No, I'm gone. Oh, that's what happened in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. No. You're gone. No. As soon as you find out, oh, I'm, you. I'm gone. But it's not her fault. Amnesia. It is her fault. <laughs> it is her fault. It is her fault. Should have wore a seatbelt. I will say they were parked. Weren't they parked in the movie and someone uh, hit them from uh, okay. the back? So then she. Still doesn't matter. Still, she it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. So she get in seatbelt. Yeah. So she gets up, like, you're not my husband. And the boyfriend. And then, walks and then right starts, next to her is her ex and she kisses him in front of me. No. Yeah. No, it's gone. <laughs> gone. Yeah. I'm out. All right. So, JD, you said. I said forever. Did you not have vows at your wedding? Did you have vows? Yeah, but they're not married. 
Are they married? They're married. They're married. They're married. Oh, yeah. yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I make vows until until somebody like yeah you don't yeah no okay no it's because forever. she's not recognizing the marriage I understand that so but she doesn't even know she's married in sickness and in health and kind of whatever goes along with that you've seen the Notebook too right yes so like which he's is having a to convince terrible her movie. Oh, it, what? <laughs> that that is terrible movie what it's a terrible movie it, it just shows you that a woman can crap on a dude her whole life and then forget about it at the end Forrest Gump same thing you're so right that yeah. is true that's all that movie does it's yeah. terrible and women find that romantic yeah. oh, very romantic she, she cheats she on cheats. a dude. Yes. Yeah. This, women find cheating on guys romantic, which blows me away. Yeah. Every romantic movie, the woman <laughs> cheats on a dude. You're right. The notebook so and the true. vow. Dude. The vow she cheated Wedding on. Planner. Wedding planner. All of them. And <laughs> yeah. hey, like, we don't need this, this right so now. Can you imagine a man cheating on a woman and women going, oh, this is so. No, it's fatal attraction. That's what happens when a dude cheats on a woman. Yeah. They go nuts and kill the dude or try to kill the dude. Yeah. He yeah. was a nice guy in that movie too, in the notebook. Dude, yeah, all of them. About that. <laughs> every every all romantic them. movie, a woman. Look, even the Titanic. She cheats on her husband and runs off with Leo. Yeah, but the husband was a piece of shit. See, and they always have excuses. <laughs> they always have excuses. He was a piece of shit. He was abusive. But you always have excuses. Like a man can't do that in a movie and women would find that romantic. Yeah, that bitch Rose was a gold digger. She was just with that dude because he was she rich. Was already, she was already rich though. But she, she wanted to be richer. Yeah. Yeah, but just I mean, break I'm up just, with him. I'm just saying, tell me one romantic movie where a woman doesn't cheat on who she's with. A walk to remember. I don't even know that one. <laughs> with Mandy Moore. Yeah, that, oh. is, that is a good point. <laughs> Mandy, what does Mandy Moore smell like? Oh, Mandy Moore, uh, candy. Candy. Oh, I, I like it. Get it? Get it. I like that. Sorry, Many white people in the room. <laughs> That's one go. of our pop bops. No, I, uh, I, I said forever just because I feel like you got to be locked in forever. That's what you signed up for. I don't know, for. man. I don't know. I, I appreciate what you're trying to say, JD. You'll be long. You'll be with her four, five, six years till you try to get her to remember. But if she cheated on you as well. Yeah, you know what? I'm in no. it to win it. See, that's why you're not married. <laughs> I know. Because you don't know the rules. Because I care? No. Is that no, what you're saying? Because you're saying stuff that doesn't make sense because you've never been married. Someone needs to have this view for the program. Okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Someone needs the, we call well, it an angle. It. Like, uh, it, we call it an angle. You're nailing the worst angle ever. <laughs> I just love how we have a guest on the show and they still go after JD. <laughs> <laughs> it's always roasting JD here. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. You fit right oh, in. Thanks, Michael. Roast. I mean, look at him. No, I I get it. Yeah, no, uh, totally. People should fight for your love too. No, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't remember you, bro. I know. Let I it get go. it. I get it. No, I would just lock in forever because I'm a good person. So the rest of you scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> no, I give it a year. I give it a year. Give Never. it a year. Yeah, because also you can't, you can't, you can't, I don't want to say you can't take time from your life chasing something that's not real. Right. Anymore. You know what I mean? Now, now it's affecting your life. Like it's you that you're not really the scumbag. He's right because it's neither her fault, obviously. No, it's not her fault. It's not her yeah. fault. No. But it's not my fault. I'm no. here fucking trying and you're kissing your high school because that's what you know. And I had my seatbelt on. Yeah. <laughs> it all goes back to safety. It all goes back yeah. to safety. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fly through a window either. You know, no, right. you can't control that. But I couldn't control you going through a window, you getting amnesia. So I'll give you a year. And if you're still talking about your ex after a year, well, you need to be with him. Right. Because maybe maybe that was God saying, I'm not the right person for you. Right. And you know why I know Channing Tatum has no Latino in him at all? Because if I'm remembering right in this movie, you know what Latinos are. If you hit 
Whap! You give that Latino arm. Yeah, he didn't care. He didn't care. No, he just stood like. Oh, That's so fuck. true. He's like, whoa, fuck, dude, what happened? <laughs> he went flying through the Latinos will not get your ass back in the motherfucker. Right. Get over here! Yeah. Like, more it's like a superpower. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Then it went through the windshield. No reflexes. Damn, Channing Tatum. <laughs> just worried about himself. Selfish. Hey man, you blew my mind. Every every romantic movie, the girl is cheating. One hundred percent. But but women will find. I'm trying it. to think of you better defend the women I, I'm watching trying to, right but now. I'm really but blanking women, here. Hold on, and, and I want to speak for women because I don't want a woman explain as a, or man explain. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I will say this: women find a way to find them cheating on a man romantic, and it goes back to the movies. That's why they watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and if I if I was, I would be called a chauvinist if I walked into a room full of women and go, "I got a great idea. One dude gets to hook up with 26 women. What do y'all think?" They were like, you're a chauvinist, you're a pig. Guess what? It's called The Bachelor. And women love it. Yeah. Why is that? Why I think, why is it there a show where one dude hooks up with 26 women, break their hearts, and winds up with one, and you celebrate that one? Instead of women looking at that show going, this is disgusting. This is misogynistic. Why are we even wasting our time with this? Right. So. That's my point. Because then we have the Bachelorette, so then the fl- the script is flipped. <laughs> what came say, first? But as they say, as they say, they always find excuses. <laughs> it's called a, In a movie. It's he was a, a he was an asshole. He was this. He was that. Well, why not? Why not be like, yo, man? Why are we cheating on men and we find that attractive? I think that's the pro- because there's not one movie where a dude cheats on a woman and w- and women go, oh my god, that's so romantic. But yeah. why can't the men just be good men? You gave Titanic. He was horrible. The guy in the vow. He was horrible because he was trying to manipulate her to keep her in love see, with him. Always, but, the guy but in the notebook married, was great. But, the guy oh, in the so, notebook was so amazing. So what you're saying is women have terrible judgment in these movies. You know, you. So you're putting it on the man when you married that guy in the movie. You married this awful human being. So they must, every woman in these movies have bad taste in men. No, I just think, <laughs> they, sometimes I will say, you know, I'm not going to speak for all women. Women do romanticize toxicity. I will say that sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. you are, you're on the right track there. However, I will say men need to be better. Well, I'm just, just about, I'm just talking about movies. <laughs> I'm just talking about the things women celebrate. A lot of women celebrate or the things that actually they would never want happen to them in real life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you, don't, you wouldn't want a guy dating you and 25 other women. You wouldn't want uh, a guy treating you bad in a movie, you cheating on him and being like, oh, this is romantic. You wouldn't find that romantic in real life. But women, for some reason, and I, and I hate to say like sound like this, but. That's what the reality is, you know, and guys get fascinated with other things like porn and stuff like that stuff. ain't really. We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> JD, why is your hand under your sweater? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hands yeah. yeah. on yeah. your knees. Hands <laughs> on your knees. He's over here trying to make his coochie breathe. <laughs> I, I, what do you, hey, if you had this discussion, though, with you, what would you tell your wife, though? Like, if the I've she was on the. Uh, if, no, I'm saying in this amnesia situation, oh. what would you tell your wife right now? Like, if she. What answer would you want her to give you? Oh, regard. I know my wife would say I would stay with you forever. I would try to get back with you. My wife would tell me that. Right. Because she's the most amazing person in the world. And she would definitely like she would have your answer. Mm. But she would know my answer, too. Like, I'm very honest. It's like I can't. It's hard for me. I'm older, too. It's like I, I don't I can't waste 
my whole life trying to get you back when you don't want me. Yeah. I mean, that's just common sense. It sucks. But yeah. some, people, yeah. some people are in relationships like that. You know, the other person doesn't really love you, but you stay in it. You're wasting enough about my ex-wife. Enough about my ex-wife already. <laughs> Jesus. I get it. <laughs> I think it's a cop out, man. I just feel like that's a cop out. No, I, I mean, you waste years because I, I mean, look, me and Joey are about to say, but now, when you're young, you see people die and it's an accident. Now we're seeing people like just 10 years older than us just or our age just passing away. It's like, mm. I don't have time to waste like that. If you yeah. love me, you love me. If not, I will try to make it work. But I'm not going to I can't I can't waste five years, 10 years of my life trying to get a person back that doesn't want me. Wow. He makes I sense think, to me, no, J.D. No, I think I disagree because I think life is about suffering. I don't think you get to pick and choose. <laughs> you shouldn't be miserable. Life is about suffering. And unfortunately, Why? those were your cards that you were dealt with. Stick through it. Okay, Michael, <laughs> yo, that's the plan. No, now, if she got, if she like something happened, she got handicapped or something, that's different. Yes. You know, but amnesia, when they don't remember you at all. Mm-hmm. No, no. Keep you out. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah. Are you going to watch the movie now that we talked about it? No. Because no, <laughs> why? I already know how. Oh, I don't know how it's going to oh, end. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, see, and I'll break it down. So right. uh, during the movie, when you watch it, this was in 2000, I don't know, like, 14 or something yeah, like that. 2013-ish, So 14. at the end of the movie, it says in real life. Because it's based on a yeah. true story, they end up getting back together. They get married. They have kids. Blah blah blah. Wait, blah. I thought they were married. Huh? I thought they were married. They got remarried. Oh, they, they got, got remarried, remarried. Yes. because oh. in the movie, spoiler alert, they get divorced. He's mm-hmm. like, I can't do this anymore. You okay, just gotcha. you're not in love with me. They get divorced, but they start dating again. And in real life, they got remarried, have kids, lived in Illinois. Uh, shouts out Chicago, I think. <laughs> but this is what happened a couple years ago. Breaking news. Yes. So you were mentioning that the woman is always cheating in a love story. However, the way this actually panned out and played out is the man came out in 2018-ish and confessed that he had an affair and they ended up getting divorced. Wait, when did he have the affair? 
Um, I don't know the exact was year, but this was a couple years. Stuff or didn't yeah, they were stuff. remarried, and oh, he had an affair, mm-hmm. and they got divorced, and they are no longer together. Well, but that's real life. <laughs> yeah, that's real life, and, and uh, yeah, payback's hap- a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when you woke up from that act, you cheated with your fucking college guy? Yeah, but you, you know what? But men, but men are horrible like that, where they will keep something and just use it as an excuse. Like you probably like you remember all those years you didn't remember me. I'm gonna just do this, and then that justified to him. It was justified. Yeah, you know, but. Fuck, he waited like 20 years to do it. Like, <laughs> oh, did he really? <laughs> waited a long time, right? Yeah. How long were they married? Oh, I don't know the actual facts behind the marriage. Because they showed a real picture. Five, 25, 25 years? 25 years? years, yeah. Wow, talk about, there's a lot of wasted time in that relationship. Did, was was uh, she damaged, like going through the windshield? Like anything? Yeah, she never regained her memory. Is that, is yeah. that kind of what you're asking? Yeah. Did yeah, she, so she, she never, never regained remembered. her memory. He finally convinced her to fall back in love with him, remarry, have kids. He ends up cheating on her, having an affair. And now they're divorced. Maybe no she deserved together. it. <laughs> oh, we don't like that take. Wow. wow, that was aggressive. And Maybe he wonders why he's divorced twice. <laughs> oh my twice. Gosh. Looking for the third. <laughs> Peace up. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think it's fascinating. And and I I think we'll get to a point where all the nonsense of I don't know. I'm I'm a big, I'm a I'm I'm very big on you know, what we're watching today is kind of kind of leading us the direction we're going from. You feel like it's toxic. A hundred percent. Yeah, and I agree with Relationships, you. that's that's politics, that's everything. Social now, media. Now, let me, that was, well, with Michael, yo, you have like this face, like I've seen this guy everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. And one of, you were part of pop culture, iconic, the Kardashians, yes. where you were, in real life, you were a PD music director in Miami to Khloe Kardashian when she had the, 100%. was it After Dark show? Yeah, Khloe After Dark. When she and did radio. It was Courtney and Khloe Take Miami. And it was, it the show was massive. Three, four million people watched that show. I watched it. I watched it. I was like, there's my boy Michael Yo, look yeah. at you. How was it being Courtney's boss? Uh, was it real? Khloe, it was Khloe. Oh, Khloe. Khloe. Yeah, she would do, Khloe <laughs> would do a show from midnight to two and just talk about sex. And she killed it. Mm-hmm. She killed, she could do a talk show. Mm-hmm. Like uh, as far as like radio, like talk, I don't know about TV because you got to read prompters and stuff like that, but she killed it on the radio. And it was, it was, but the main thing being that close to them and I, I knew them before they blew up and then I was with them when they blew up and to see how they did it in store. Kim, Courtney and Chloe did it in store at a makeup store on South Beach. Ten thousand people trying to break oh, down a door. And it was very like it was ve- it, it's crazy to me. It's kind of like what's going on with Taylor Swift, how people in their minds get so just fascinated and latch on to someone where now it's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. very weird how you're that passionate about somebody. Like, I, like, I get fans, <laughs> but this trying to break down a door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these aren't kids. These are adults. Right. Yeah. Right. That's when it gets really scary. And that's the world we're in. It's like people can say anything to anybody a social, on social media that would never say that in their face. Right. right. And breaking down a door to meet three women. And I'm standing next to them going, yo, this is scary. And to be with Chloe and she gets mean messages on Twitter when that was big and she going, you know, I'm just trying to live my life. And I, and of course they say they never read it, but they read it right. and it mm-hmm. hurts their feelings. So they're normal people. And I, I think people just, because they're celebrities, they deserve this criticism because that's what they wanted. 
But no, you're just being mean. So I, I've seen it both sides. I've t- I've talked out the both sides of my mouth where I'm for it and against it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, they did sign up for a reality show. So their job is to show us their lives, you know. But there's some people that because they do that, that are just awful, mean, that would never say that to even their face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so so I've seen it up close and personal, man. So career wise, we know obviously how big the Kardashians yes. are. I follow them. I love them. Yeah. But personally working with Khloe Kardashian or even Courtney or Kim, yeah. what is it like on a personal level to get to know them? Khloe was amazing. Like I haven't talked to Khloe in probably six years. Right. Mm-hmm. But Khloe was the sweetest person on earth. Really wanted to learn radio. You know, I don't know if that was great acting in the reality, but to me, she wanted to learn it. I, I, when they told me, they said, just, I go, what am I supposed to do? They go, just act natural. Just actually teach her radio and we'll be happy. And that's what I did. I taught her radio. They came in uh, three times. They would come. Basically, I worked at E. So we all would fly out to Miami Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then come back Sunday. And then I would shoot E! News. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we would fly back. So we did that for like probably four or five months. So every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we were flying to Miami, taping the show, coming back. So, yeah, so we did that for four or five months. But, I mean, I was very close to all of them. They're very nice. Wow. They, like, it's interesting. I don't know them now, but I, I, I have a picture with them, their first radio interview ever, where the boss calls me and goes, we're going to put on this new show called The Kardashians. It's because Lindsay Lohan dropped out. That's how they got their shot. Lindsay Lohan was supposed to do a reality show and she backed out the last minute and the network was scrambling and they go, Hey, we got these three girls. The Kardashians were being shot for years. Nobody wanted them. So he was like, let's throw in the parents and see the Olympian and give it some levity. Wow. And then it got on. And that's why if you see their first season promo, it was shot in a closet. Like, I mean, their promos <laughs> are horrible. The promo is cheap. And then just to see three years in, wow. it's the biggest show. On they the were plan B. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow, yeah, I didn't know that. They weren't even on the radar till Lindsay Lohan pulled out and Ryan Seacrest just signed a deal with E as the most, like, one of the highest paid hosts. And when you sign a deal like that, you get first right to, like, three or four TV shows. You get to present it. And they got it. I don't want to say they have to pick it up, but they're... They're persuaded to pick it up. Because at that point, Kim was just Paris Hilton's stylist or something like that, right? Yeah, that, that, that was even past that. Kim, they weren't relevant at all. Wow. They weren't relevant. I mean, this is after the sex tape. This is after the whole Paris Hilton uh, assistant. This was nothing going on for them. Hmm. And that show, the three sisters were shopped around for two to three years. Nobody picked it up. Ryan picked it up, added the parents and go, hey, this is the one show since you had a back out. Let's plop this in and see what it does. That's wild. And, and literally, I remember talking to Chloe three years in going, can you believe everybody in the world knows your name? How things can change that fast. What was her response to that? All in all. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Because mm-hmm. I think when you're that close to it and you see it, they're just as surprised as everybody else. You know, like, yeah. why are people liking us? Mm. You know, and, and like, they're not out there going, yeah, we're so entertaining. It's just like, why do even people watch this? Like, that's their attitude, too. We're just normal people. You just look at their phone laughing. Look how much money we made. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It, was, it wasn't even like they were making money, but it wasn't even about that. It was just like they were fascinated that people liked the show. Because when you're in the first season, second season, you just want that third, fourth season, right? So once they got that third, fourth after the fifth season, it was just like the rap. It, that's when they started yeah. spinoffs. I, my spinoff happened like third, fourth season. Mm. So now they're start. 
then the Lamar and Chloe show. Then now you're doing spell. Now you're a success. I mean, E should have been K with an exclamation point. <laughs> right. Like, literally, that should have been the logo. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Right? You're like the Forrest Gump of media. I I know everything. <laughs> you know, but you're like you have you know Michael. Yo, me and Michael have been uh, friends for about twenty years. Yeah. He was on the first episode. I don't know Sienna. You know JD. Remember the show Fear Factor? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was in the first episode first ever episode and out ever as a contestant. I, yeah. Yes. Obviously. I was so yeah. pissed off because we worked in Houston together. Yeah. Then I went back to LA. He's like, I'm going to be doing some show yeah. in LA. I'm like, dude, hit me. Let's hang. And I didn't hear from him. I'm like, what a fucking dick. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, you're yeah. big time now. But then he explained it that you're almost like an NDA. You they couldn't let you anybody know. So, so when we got there, they put me in a hotel for two weeks and they test you on certain things. And then you can't meet the contestants. And the first time I met, because they bring in like 30 people, but they only need 12. So we're all staying in the same hotel, but you never meet anybody. And once they picked a 12, Joe Rogan uh, says, all right, we're going to meet at, what is that place in LA where they have the, the bucking horse? Oh, Saddle Ranch? Saddle Ranch. So the first time I ever went was Saddle Ranch. You meet all the contestants. And then that's where I met Joe Rogan back then. And he was a, and he was just, I mean, he did uh, a TV show, but he was a host of Fear Factor. And we just clicked. I wasn't even a comedian then. And we just clicked and stayed in touch. And I've known him for what, 20, This is the first episode. I fill in the blank. Yeah. He had to eat something, JD. What do you think he had to eat in that first episode? Uh, it's got to be something like testicles. All right. Sienna? I was just going to say a cockroach. No, it, no sheep eyeballs. Sheep yeah. eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when you bit down, it would like burst in your mouth. And then you had to chew the retina. <laughs> I said, oh. It was the worst. I don't but know. ours was very tame to what they eventually did, like the Donkey Kong yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> Isn't that a video game? No, <laughs> it's good porno names. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. No, but they had to get you know, That's when the show got canceled again. I was Joe invited me to the episode where they were drinking Donkey Kong. And I was watching people oh puzzle my God, Donkey no. Kong. And I, I went, tap out. Oh. And then they was like, show got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> we knew where the line was. We crossed yeah, it. Yeah, we, uh, we should say, hey, you know. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Did you win that 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 first season? Did you no, win? I lost to the smoke. The smoker won because they put us on. So if I ever do, there's a here's a piece of advice for anybody out there filling out an application for a reality show. They'll ask you what's your fear of dying. Always put something you're not scared of. I put dying underwater because my fear is suffocation underwater, Drowning. right? Oh, Drowning. Yeah. So our last stunt was them dunking us, Harry Houdini style, wrapped up. In water, and I only lasted 10 seconds. Uh, and since I knew I couldn't hold my breath on the water, I remember Joe Rogan said, just make it look dramatic. So I look like a bitch. Put more sheep balls in his mouth right now. I'm like, I'm like, and the other people are like, oh my God, this is scary. The smoker went in there, lasted like a minute and a half. As soon as he got out, he started smoking. He won a million dollars. A million dollars? Yeah, I was so pissed. Ah. Ah, yeah, but just that, holding that, your breath by holding your breath. But I made it all the way to the end. But it was very tame compared to the where smoker they were going. had better lungs than you. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I think it was the fear of just being on the okay. water, like upside down. Yeah, that's they, intense. They they hang you uh, by your feet and then they dunk you. I do remember you. that. Yeah, but that but see back then they didn't have a, any rules. So what happened was the further you go down, the more air pressure, so you can't hold your breath, right? Mm. So what he did was watch everybody. And the the key was once you dunk it, you come Curl. back up to the and just put your legs on top of the water <laughs> and just breathe. I'm like, this dude cheating, cheating, cheating. <laughs> but the show was like we didn't have rules against that. Oh my god! So gosh. he he broke, and then after that, they made all these rules because they got to learn. So yeah, yeah. But I've been at the beginning of a lot of Fear Factor. Chelsea Hannah, how was it working with Chelsea? Chelsea? Hanna, I was in the phone call when they were putting the show up. I remember them calling me. I was in Ted Harbor. She was dating the president of E. Yep. I was in the office. Is that how she got the, got the job? No, no. She was talented. <laughs> she was a great comedian before that. And then uh, he goes, hey, we're going to have comedians make fun of actors and celebrities, but we need a reporter to kind of balance it out because we don't want everybody shitting on celebrities. Right. And you can't really shit on them because you have to interview them. So I was perfect. So I was the one that was on the show defending the celebrity. I became the celebrity kiss ass and everybody hated me on the show because I was defend. It's all fake. Right. <laughs> but people were so passionate, like so angry at me for being on the show. But that's what kicked off my stand up career. So now that's why when I heard you doing stand up comedy, I was like, Michael, yo, everybody. I went to Houston and did my first stand up show. People were like, you sure you want to do this? Like they didn't know. Nobody really knows. Cause I'm not like, like I'm not like, if you ever interview Joe Coy, he's funny. Like just in real funny, life. funny. He's like yeah, funny. Like yeah. me, I'm kind of like always thinking and writing in normal <laughs> life and observe it. And then when I'm on stage, it all comes out. Right. Like I'm not Joey. I'm not a funny dude. In real, like I'm not, like, <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah. cracking jokes. All. I'm just, uh, I, I just, but I've seen your stand up. You're a great writer. I'm a great, yes. you're a great writer and you're a great storyteller. That's, uh, but that's radio. I feel yes. like anyone in radio could do, could at least go up there and do a Listen, solid joke. I got this. I, I'm an ambassador for this guy, uh, Rafi. You've probably seen the billboards everywhere. Rafi, if you go, if you oh, leave, but, Brandon Raffi, have you seen the billboards? He's no, an attorney. I no. I bet you when you go back to your hotel, you'll see 17 different billboards. He's the guy. <laughs> uh -huh. So I have an endorsement with him. So uh, we became friends. I've been doing this for about five, six years with him. And it was his birthday last year. And they were doing a roast. Ooh. And they had uh, Kevin Ross. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The king of roast. They had him and they had Jeff, the, Ross. Jeff, Jeff Ross. Ross. Excuse Jeff me. Jeff Ross. So I'm like, hey, uh, I was in Chicago. And they're like, Joey, we want you to host it. I'm like, oh, cool. We'll fly you. We'll put you in a hotel. Like you introduce comedians, blah, blah, blah. A week before they're like, hey, we've been watching this. You have to do jokes as well. You have to roast Brandon Raffi as well. Oh, okay. So I had to get my Michael, yo, I'll do In over 20 years of radio, it was the most nerve wracking oh, thing yeah. I've ever had to fucking do in my life. I tell everybody they need to try it once because it's so it's such a feeling you never get doing it. Absolutely. Else. You're sense like what's amazing. I, I tell people it's almost like a superpower because you're actually saying your words. Like even when you know what you're doing, you're saying your words. You're thinking about something totally different. You're hearing a waitress take an order mm -hmm. and you're and you're noticing at the same time. Oh, this guy, I need to say this or I need to say. This. But it's almost like it's an out. And then you're waiting experience. for the laugh. Like, and then yeah. you're waiting for the, So all this at once, it's almost like you got four yourself. Yeah. Outside, of I'm done. Just, I never do that yeah. shit again, dude. I, I <laughs> yeah. had three strokes. So great. But but I finished doing the set. I went to the back. Jeff Rossi's like, "Good job, kid." I'm like, yeah. There you go. <laughs> like, I'm never doing. It. He's like, "You're gonna do it again." Never again. This shoes. See, and you do it all the time. Oh yeah, it's so fun though. I love it. I out, love of, it. out of working with Chelsea, 
Fear Factor, Kardashians, radio, comedy, Rogan. Rogan. What's your favorite? Comedy? Oh, oh, yeah. By far. Because nobody can control it except you. Nobody controls your success except you. Like even in radio, with radio, people control your success. If they don't listen to your show, you don't have a show. Right. Right. And if you're good at it, people listen. But still, it depends on other people with comedy. If you're good at your craft, it grows. And I've seen that. You know, I, I remember starting 12 years ago and just coming to this club like nobody would come. Nobody. And then it started building. Now it started building. Now I'm doing a Wednesday and Thursday and I'm going to do the same numbers on this Wednesday and Thursday. I would do on a weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now it's grown. And then I just sold out House of Blues in Houston. I was selling nice. thousand tickets here. Just sold out a, re, uh, uh, a theater in Chicago. So you see it grow. And guess what? It's kind of like once you have them, they're yours for the rest of your life. Right. That's why comedians tour to like their 80, 90, because that's their crowd. Right, right. And you keep building through the years. Like, it's so amazing that I'll see 18-year-old kids come to my, my show. By themselves, like not with their parents. They just like me. And then I'll see a 60 year old like me. So it's kind of because I awesome. talk about family and stuff like that. Yeah. You Who's know? your favorite comedian? Uh, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr. Uh, and the comedians I, I don't watch that are like I, I tell people I want to be like a Richard, like a like a Bill Cosby without the drugs. without the. <laughs> I want to be that dude. I love Ali Sadiq. He's from Houston. You know, Mo Amir, he's from Houston. But. It's like Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr. I don't watch comedians that talk a lot about family because I never want to have an Still, the, like, yeah, 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 influence your I don't set. want them to influence me. So yeah. I don't, I watch people that I, I, I would never be as political as Dave. I would never be as angry as Bill. So those, <laughs> you know, those are the two, I, I know those are the two I love to watch because I'm not like them at all. And I right. never would get influenced by what they say. Can I ask what your dream comedy set would be? Because, you know, Joe Coy did whatever the hell it was, um, Emmys or whatever, no, whatever the Golden Globes, show, the Golden Globes. Yeah. Like, do you have a dream set as a comedian? I would love to do Saturday night live. Okay. I would love to do, uh, I would love to do, uh, an award show. Like I, I, but also you got to remember, I know TV, I used to host. Right. So it'd be, it's hard for a comedian that's never, that never reads a prompter like for years to be comfortable reading somebody else's words on stage and still be yourself. Right. Me, I host a four hour uh, New Year's Eve show live. I'm used to reading prompter, used to being live. So the comedy side would be easy for me on that hosting award show. Cause I've done that. Right. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've hosted these these not not the network ones, but I hosted the the like night before the Oscar. Right, show. right, right, right. You know, so I've done that I, live. It, those for me, that's easy because for twelve years I was in front of a prompter at E Extra Entertainment Tonight. I was that's what I do, and now that you, I can do comedy, like I get booked on these private corporate things all the time because I can read, I can be funny, <laughs> and I can relay information. You know, right. and I'm also I don't I don't I'm not trying to hurting anybody's feelings. I'm just trying to make people laugh. So what you're saying is your wife a year, if she doesn't remember you, then you're going to leave her. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. If if we're getting back, yes. And I think she would agree too. Like, you know, like the big fear I have is you ever think about like when you're in a great relationship, it's like how long if something happened, like if I pass away, how long would it take my wife 
to like start dating again. That's what fucks with me a lot, you know, and vice versa. You know what I mean? I can't even stay married. So that's, yeah. that's one my year. She, she yeah. now knows one year. <laughs> one year. One, one year. year. All right. I, I, and I would be fine with that, you know? Right. No, I wouldn't. I would probably I come just back and for sure. a little bit. Yeah, be real. Like, what you doing, woman? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like you're going to come back to Phoenix. It feels like you're back once every Every year. And every and year. Yeah, yeah. I'll be married again. <laughs> so, you probably will. You probably will. Third wife. I'll bring my third wife in. To the show. Yes. We have another Mike Disney right here. Right. Next time you come back, we're going to put my third wife in here. <laughs> like, if you had amnesia, babe. Not, not third Mike. You need a new podcast called Not Third Third Mike and Cross Off the Mic and Put Third Wife. That's good. Hey, that's good. That's good. Man, continue success. I love you, brother. Man. I love you too. Yeah, man. It's great seeing you. Absolutely. And uh, we'll see you back with my third wife. There you go. I, I can't wait. Give it up. Michael Yo Yo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.